I'm Steve. I'm Byron. And we are Old Guys Bitching. You know, we're getting better at that. We are, well, and we got a lot to bitch about. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Starting with uh, why do people go uh, 55 miles an hour in a 70 mile an hour speed limit zone uh, while otherwise other people are doing 120 miles an hour? That's a sure way to get somebody killed. <laughs> yeah, but with, uh, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe we need to start killing more people. Natural selection. Uh, I Exactly. I mean, I want to talk about this whole topic that is everywhere now on... Really? What is it? Civility. Well, fuck you. There is no civility. You know, there, there, uh, Sarah Huckabee shithead was kicked out of a restaurant the other night. And uh, Kristen... What, what's her name? Niels, the, Nielsen. The, Nielsen, she was uh, attacked at a Mexican restaurant. And Stephen and Miller, of course, I would Stephen I would Miller. do Stephen Miller out of anything just just because he's Stephen Miller. But I mean, there, there's always talk of oh well, you know, if we're going to treat them poorly, we're basically uh, fueling Trump's base to get behind him and reelect him. Thirty-two percent of them. All thirty-two percent of them. Well, I mean, no, you know, he's got uh, his approval rating was up to forty-five percent. And then it was, they said, which is standard presidential uh, approval ratings. And then with the whole uh, immigrant fiasco, he's down to 40 or 41. And I'm still, I, I, for the life of me, can't figure out where the hell are they finding this 40% of people who are approving of anything he does. And, and, but I'm thinking, why do we have to be civil I, I, I'm actually very torn about this because I appreciate both sides of it. I understand that they, we might galvanize his base to keep his support up, even if they don't necessarily agree with him. But you're not going to tell me what to think of my candidate. Um, and, and part of me thinks, no, we can't let up. We have to get even tougher than we have been. And all those in this country who favor the survival of the United States have to do more to get rid of this guy. I agree. Uh, you know, I don't necessarily think that, uh, that marching in the streets is always effective, but I think that, uh, remember the, the women's march uh, immediately following the inauguration. I think that was very effective. I really do believe that if we start showing that there's more of us than there are of them, that that could really be helpful. I'm also torn about the civility thing because, you know, when somebody's incivil, I'm the first person to, to kind of laugh. Uh, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, but I don't necessarily think it's that great. I mean, everybody's mom always said... If you can't say something nice, sit next to me. No, uh, I, <laughs> if you can't, say, that was my mom. That was. <laughs> if you can't say something nice, uh, don't say anything at all. I'm not for the not saying anything at all. But there's the uh, they they go low, we go high. Well, sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. And it hasn't been working. And then you've got the whole Trump thing. Somebody hits me, I hit them back harder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I believe that. But um, yeah, I, I've seen, Donnie, I've seen the picture of you in the Eagle. 
I, I, I think if, if I were to get close and said, jump, uh, you know, he, he'd say how high. I, I honestly, because yeah. he is, um, while he is very narcissistic and probably, uh, you know, uh, he has some sort of psychosis. He is ultimately a weak coward at heart, uh, which is why he can't fire anybody. He has to have somebody else do it. The only mm-hmm. time he can yell, you're fired, is, is when he's in front of a group praising him and he's not being specific. Yeah, the the unfortunate thing, though, is he is now the highest person in the land as far as power goes. And if he says something, people jump. Um, whether they like it or not, they jump because he's the president of the United States. And he is driving this country into the ground. His supporters don't seem to understand that or recognize it because they don't believe anything. First of all, they're not even, they're getting their news from Fox or from some right-wing website. And, you know, I've, I've talked to people online about it. And when I send them the proof that it's the other way, they go, well, it depends on what you choose to believe. Yeah. And it's like, no, <laughs> facts are not what you choose to believe. They are true. They are facts. You can't just change them because you don't like them. Well, I'll read the sources that agree with me. I'm not going to read the sources that contradict me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, I've had to uh, to boot people off of my Facebook page for that, including people that I have known, uh, you know, sometimes for nearly sixty years. Right. Which is uh, it's disappointing, and it, it you know I, I feel hurt when I have to do that, but it is ridiculous. There are no alternative facts, Kellyanne Conway. There are only right. facts. And also in today's uh, Washington Post, I should say that we are recording this on June 25th, 2018. For those of you listening in. We are? In, in 2020. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, our one <laughs> listener trying to catch up. Uh, you know, all, all our recordings may go into a time capsule and be listened to 300 years from now. God, I hope so. <laughs> anyway, uh, today Jennifer Rubin in the uh, Washington Post just has a line attached to one of her uh, uh, commentaries that says uh, Trump thinks he's king. And and that's exactly how he's behaving, uh, particularly when right. he said he wants to uh, send these uh, people seeking asylum right back out of the country without uh, any sort of judicial hearing. Without no due process. Yeah. Never mind that the Constitution says there needs to be due process. Now, I I mean, he proves on a daily basis that he has absolutely no business being president. And you can see one of the failures of our Constitution is it does not give us a way to immediately remove someone who is unfit for the job. Now, you're absolutely right, because... uh the, uh, now, the 25th Amendment allegedly would do that. However, the 25th Amendment it's, makes his yeah. cabinet responsible. Have you seen his cabinet? Scott yeah, Pruitt, yeah. Ben Johnson? Uh, well, it's like somebody said, well, if you get rid of, if, if Trump were to were kick right this second, then we're stuck with President Pence. Oh, what a joy boy. And that would be a disaster, too. So I think, you know, at, so at what point... Really, and I think I've, I've talked about this before, but at what point do you start talking about 
uh, revolution or civil war or some kind of civil disobedience to start tearing things down until uh, the, the, the supporters in Congress, um, whatever their political stripe, come around and realize uh, this country's going down in flames unless we do so. Well, I don't uh, usually agree with George Will. Yeah. Who does? But I'm going to have to say, Georgie, you hit it this week when you wrote uh, a column uh, saying that, uh, you know, GOP, vote against the GOP. Right. Because, because, you know, you you have uh, just freaking idiots at the head. You've got Mitch McConnell, who can only think, uh, you know, ahead about an hour. He can't really think about, uh, you know, uh, that long cause and effect what his uh, immediate goal will do to the country. And then you've got uh, Paul Ryan, who's basically just an old fraternity boy who worships Ayn Rand and wants to kick every poor person off of any sort of social uh, safety net. Uh, so, well, now, while raising their own, now you, you see, Congress agreed to raise their own pay mm-hmm. again at a time when they're trying to tear down Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security and food stamps and all uh, every other social safety net. They're trying to get rid of that, but let's pay ourselves more. Now, people are not incensed about that. Trump's, uh, all of Trump's right wing supporters. Who, many of whom don't have a pot to piss in themselves, and they're not even—they're not even realizing they're being robbed. Well, that's because uh, every uh, what three, four minutes, uh, Scrump, Trump grabs his phone, he tweets, and he tweets basically squirrel. <laughs> so everybody turns to look. <laughs> And or he's like Rip Taylor, you know. He has his bag of confetti and he throws the confetti, and everybody goes, "Oh, how pretty!" Yeah. Uh, and they don't realize that while they're saying, "Oh, look, a squirrel," or "Oh, how pretty," that yeah. uh, other shit's going on, and that shit is affecting them. Well, and then part of the problem, and I think we've talked about it before, is is the attempt by real news organizations uh, like the networks and uh, uh, CNN, PBS, um, all feel that they have to be fair and balanced as opposed to the one that claims to be and is nothing near it, um, that that uh, they have to have somebody there to support Donald Trump out of fairness. And they let these people say all kinds of bullshit and people rarely call them on it, you know, or don't call them on it strongly enough. And there was an article in, uh, uh, I think, an op-ed in the, in the New York Times today uh, that was headlined, The Ignorant Do Not Have a Right to an Audience. Uh, you know, I w- it's interesting you should mention that. I was just trying to look that sucker up right now, but thank you for the reference. Now I don't have to look it up. But you- I believe it, w- it was the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the link somewhere, but but no, no, they don't have the right. Just to be fair and balanced, there was a guy who was lauded. I don't remember his name, an anchor on CNN, who had a guest on saying something blatantly untrue, and he said, "Let's get the video." Mm-hmm. And they called up the clip that proved her to be totally mm-hmm. wrong. And they, I think they need to do that more. I mean, you've got to have 
um, all these clips of things Trump has said and that his supporters have said and be ready to hit a button and have it come right I, up on the air when they're talking to these I've idiots. often said watching uh, uh, news shows, uh, come on, let's, let's go to the tape. Let's go to, yeah. go to the tape. Yeah. By the way, the article is by uh, Brian W. Van Norden, who's a professor of philosophy. Uh, and, uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's an exceptionally good article. If you have not read it, June twenty fifth, New York Times. You can find it. Look it up. That's that's what. That's right. In 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 the failing <laughs> New York Times, which is not failing. I mean, if anything, since Trump was elected and started attacking the New York Times, their subscriber base has been up. They're doing great. <laughs> I do have to interject something here to our listener. Uh, Okay, April, is this bitching enough for you? We're not too chipper again, are we? Okay, just check, just checking, April. Let me know. <laughs> Who said we were too chipper? What, what did she well, listen to? I Well, you know, as long as we got one listener, I feel like we should talk to them. We should. We, we, <laughs> April, call us. Can we set up a line so that she can join us? Well, so so now there with all this stuff going on, with all this hostility that seems to be heating up, um, and I think it was um, USA Today had an op-ed saying, "Is America headed toward a civil war?" Which I have been saying for years. I have been predicting we are on the path to another civil war for a long, long time. It's just getting hot now. What has been a cold civil war is starting to turn hot. And it's only going to take one tragic acts, um, event or act to tr- really trigger it and set it well, off. Well, then what we have to really be aware of and have to make sure that uh, we don't get in this country is uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand. We just don't need him right now. No. Where is he when we need him? The, uh, <laughs> but no, What one thing we do have to have is all the liberals out there who and I, I include myself among them, uh, but all the liberals who vowed not to have a gun need to go out and get a gun because we're headed that way. And if you don't have one, you're going to be in trouble and you're going to lose. And then we're going to have Nazi Germany, USA. Oh, that is scary. That's scary. It is scary. I mean, we have it. We have it now at the border. It, it's happening. People are in concentration camps. Well, I understand there are uh, European organizations who have designated ICE as a terrorist yes. organization. Yeah. I can vouch for that. I, I right. honestly can. And I, uh, I feel like, you know, we should uh, do the thing of just having massive uh, protest uh, near ICE organizations and just talking to these yeah. ICE people and say, is this really what you want to do with your life? Is seriously... Because, okay, you have, if you say that you belong to the Christian church, you've certainly revoked that. And, uh, you know, how can you live with yourself? How can you sleep? And if you say you sleep peacefully, um, you might as well be saying, I was only following orders. How do, how do any people who support the actions and activities of the Trump administration, how do any of them claim to be Christians? Honestly, I don't know. It is totally counter to everything Jesus taught. And look at the United Methodist Church saying, 
I think we need to ter- to talk to the Keebler elf. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't, I don't think he's a good representation. So. <laughs> no, he's not a, he's not a good anything. He's uh, uh, I wish Trump had fired him. But then again, I'm just worried about what's going to come in his place. And what would happen to the uh, Mueller investigation. Right, right. And, uh, and the Mueller investigation, it's like everybody says or is theorizing that he's got all the evidence to put Trump away or whatever. Well, use it. Mm-hmm. What the hell are we waiting for? Use it and get rid of this son of a bitch. Uh, well, I... Uh... Throw them all, him and all the little Trumpsters... And and the Stephen Millers and and uh, uh, Sarah Huckabee shitface and and uh, Kellyanne uh, her way and and everybody else. But throw them away. Well, get rid of what, them. Uh, what I am. This is my theory uh, based on uh, other people that I've heard with this theory, which I then adopted and made mine. Uh, I think Mueller might be waiting until after the 2018 election. Uh, I think he may be waiting to see if he can get a majority of Democrats in the in the House. And that way, when he presents his evidence, it's much more likely to lead to a charge of impeachment. And then that's the frightening thing, is what happens if the Democrats don't do as expected and take back the House and the Senate, and we're stuck with a Republican majority again? Will the Republicans, after they're reelected, will they then come around and support getting rid of Trump because they don't need him anymore? Or are they going to continue to embrace him and his un-American activities? And, and uh, we're stuck with him forever. And, and, I mean, Bill Maher was making the case on Friday night that uh, he said Trump's not going to go. He said he's not going to go. He's going to be around. He's going to probably suspend the next election. He'll come up with some national security issue on why we can't go through with the election, and he's never going to let go of the office. That, uh, I would not put it past him, but, you know, uh, I think that what would probably happen if um, the uh, Republicans uh, take the uh, House in a big way, in the Senate in a big way, that Canada will have to build a wall just to prevent all the Americans trying to escape into their country. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to Canada. I want to go. You know, actually, I was reading an article today on the best uh, countries to expat to. Mm-hmm. You know, to best places to retire for Americans. Uh, Costa Rica sounds lovely. I have friends there. Yeah. Portugal, Spain. I've been to Spain. I love the country. Um, what else? I, they had all these Middle East countries like Bahrain and, and uh, United Arab Emirates. Somehow, I don't think my background would make me welcome. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know about that. Um, I, 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 where else? Where else can we go? Oh, let's see. Um, there's uh, the Caymans. Uh, that's attractive. Oh, Caymans wasn't on the list. Really? Wonder why. Well, yeah, because if you go to the Caymans, you run into all the Trump supporters. Oh, jeez, man. Um, now, now Mexico. Mm-hmm. Mexico, uh, Argentina. Um, I don't know why you would want to go to Argentina unless you speak German. Um, and uh, Brazil, 
which is having their own financial problems and and crime problems. That doesn't sound like a great place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Canada sounds lovely. I would love to live in Canada. Well, the the weather is is okay uh, if you enjoy deep snow. Uh, not all year. No, <laughs> no, no, not all year. And it depends where you live. I mean, Vancouver. I don't. I don't think Vancouver gets a lot of snow. Of course, you can't afford to live there. It's <laughs> not a cheap place. How's Victoria? How's Vic- I know some people in Victoria. <laughs> Victoria. I would. I. I could live on Victoria. That's lovely. Except that the oceans are rising. So how much longer is Victoria? Gonna That's be true. You know, Mo Brooks is out there just throwing as many rocks in as he can. <laughs> That's right. Let's get the. Let's get it to. <laughs> to rise <laughs> oh speaking of rocks mm-hmm. not speaking the only reason i said that i had a guy come out and work on my yard because i got tired of my house looking like the adams family house <laughs> on the street you know with weeds everywhere um and, and and seeing all the young parents telling their kids don't go near that house <laughs> it's a crazy crazy old guy lives there it'll save you money at halloween <laughs> Um, but so I hired a guy to come out and totally clean up my, my front and backyard and it looks great now. And, you know, neighbors are coming by, wow, your yard looks terrific. But now I have to figure out what do I plant? Because I have this big, uh, flower bed in front of my house that you didn't, you would never know when I bought the place that it was a flower bed because it was just overgrown weeds and grass and junk in there and now it's cleaned out and there's just a few lovely little bushes and i have room to plant flowers i don't know shit about planting flowers i grew up in new york we didn't have flowers you know you we had concrete concrete was lovely we watered the concrete and expected good things to grow and nothing ever did except occasionally a mud puddle but the uh, so now i have a flower bed and i gotta plant flowers and i i asked somebody at, uh, today i said well what do i plant there and she said well plant whatever you want i said well but i'm afraid if i plant the wrong thing it will interfere with something else that's growing there and evidently it doesn't work like that you're uh, she, you're asking the wrong she, person here. <laughs> uh, she said, "Just go out, find some pretty flowers, and plant them." Well, and and I don't know that I want to plant anything red because I don't, uh, you know, I don't want people to think I'm Republican. How about a lovely set of mums? Mum, and uh, you know they they're perennials. You plant them once; they come back every year. You don't have to have to sweat anything uh plant stuff with bulbs again they come back every year you, you don't have to sweat that see that's my big thing that's why i have the uh the house that embarrasses the neighborhood here i just want stuff that requires no maintenance and even if it does require maintenance i don't do it the the last time i planted bulbs uh they were ge's and it didn't do much at all well, the new LEDs, they tend to last longer. Do they work better? Yeah. Okay, I'll try that. How did we get from a serious topic like the country falling apart to this? This is uh, Our stream of unconsciousness took over again. Well, what happens is, you see, we, uh, we went from bitching to chipper. And that's, you know, that, that kind of sucks us in every time. That's right. No more, no more chipper. And so getting back to what we were talking about, there was another 
I've been on the op-ed train today. Uh, there was another op-ed, is the world done with liberal democracy? So the shit that's happening in this country is not unique to the United States. It's happening all over the world. Happening and in people, Germany. It's happening in Germany. It's happening in Turkey. It's happening in, in the Philippines. It's, it's happening in, in England. It's happening everywhere. It's people are turning away from liberal democracy. Um, to autocratic rule. And it's like, why, how the hell does anybody think that's a good idea? Well, it comes back to the Daffy Duck philosophy. What's that? Mine, 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 mine. Yeah, but I mean, it goes back to human beings are an incredibly stupid species. Yeah, it's true. You know, there are uh, a certain group of humans that are generous, kind, loving people. But unfortunately, those generous, kind, loving people tend to get run over yeah. by the uh, the bullies. And, right. you know, I, um, I mean, I can speak from experience having been run over by bullies and elementary school and junior high you want to hear a personal anecdote about me and a bully and uh, sure and i i love this i i do is it mo brooks i uh, know i wish it were i wish it were <laughs> but uh in in junior high there was this notorious school bully and i uh was uh, at a locker and the guy came up and just hit me solidly in the back of the neck and so i kind of jammed against the lockers bounced back and when i did i accidentally truly accidentally i threw an elbow into his adam's apple and it decked him he went down on the floor just down there and then for the rest of the day i'm gonna say this guy's name was uh, donnie uh (laughs) The rest of the day, I I was getting congratulated in the hall. Man, I heard Byron killed Donnie. (laughs) (laughs) And and then I I gained another reputation. Don't mess with Byron Tidwell. He knows karate. (laughs) So I accidentally stood up to the school bully who, honest to goodness, from that time on, if we were encountering each other in the hallway, he got as far away from me as he could. I guess yeah. he truly believed that I planned that. And I hope he's not alive now because if he finds out, he's coming, he's coming for after you. you. That's right. He's going to show up at your door someday. <laughs> oh, man. The, uh, um, I, and, and I've had bully run-ins too. There was one time in high school, I, I don't know if I, stop me if I've told this story before. Oh, tell it again. When I was in high school, I was on the Marshall squad. You know, you, we all had to have our extracurricular activities. I was on the Marshall squad. Why? Did you get a badge? I don't know. No badge. But I had a station. I had a station right outside the cafeteria, and I had to make sure people had hall passes to go to the bathroom. And this one kid that I knew from my homeroom comes out and he said, I got to go. I got to go. I don't have a pass. I don't have a pass. I said, well, then I I can't let you go. And he goes, I, 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 but I really got to go. I really got, I'll leave my wallet. 
I said, no, don't leave your wallet. I said, the bell's going to ring and I got to go to my next class. I'm not going to be here. So don't leave your wallet. And he leaves his wallet and he runs off and the bell rings. And I stood there for a few minutes. and I realized, okay, I'm going to be late for class. I got to get going. And I pick up my stuff and I go. And later he finds me and he goes, you son of a bitch, you, you left your post and my wallet was stolen. Now I got to get all new, uh, you know, driver's license and this and blah, blah, blah. And I go, well, I told you not to leave it. I told you I couldn't stay there. So he was blaming me and he's threatening me that, well, okay, you've got this amount of time. And if you don't give me the money I had in my wallet and paying for all this stuff redone, I'm, I'm going to beat the shit out of you or whatever he threatened. Uh, I said, okay, you, you, you do what you have to do. And um, I told my dad about it. My dad ran a, uh, a factory in, uh, just outside of New York City, and he was friendly with the union guys, the union reps. And he said, uh, he told the union guys the story of what happened, and they said, hey, uh, Dick, you want us to send the tough, the, you know, the thugs down to get him? Get this kid? And my father said, I, I'll, I'll ask my son. And he asked me if I wanted to have these union roughs come down and beat the, the kid up. And I said, no, no, I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. And I'm coming home. I lived in an apartment building in, in New York. And, and uh I'm going into my building and he jumped, this kid jumps out of the car and he comes up and he grabs my shirt, the front of my jacket, whatever. And he's telling me, all right, where's my money? Where's my money? And I said, I'm not giving you money. I told you not to leave your stupid wallet. And he's like threatening me and he's starting to get rough. So I finally threw my stuff down and I just shoved him back into a couple of bushes and I said, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to have you killed. <laughs> and he, he went off, and I never heard from him again. <laughs> so I don't know to this day if what I did scared him off or if my dad actually had the union guys go and talk to him. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, so on that note that we've established we're two tough guys. I do. I guess till our next podcast. I'm Byron. I'm Steve. We're old guys bitching. I did that well by yourself. <laughs>